You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 133. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 133. You're listening to The Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. All right, baby. All right, baby. Welcome to the new year. Oh my gosh, happy new year. Happy new year, everyone. Oh my gosh, I'm really, really excited for this year. We had a year. really good time. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> so we're recording these in advance. <laughs> and so Mr. Smith is trying to pretend like we already had a huge New Year's celebration. Had a great celebration. Oh my God, it was epic. Epic time. Hashtag epic. <laughs> Hashtag got back. <laughs> I really love when you say shit like that. You do? Why so? Because it's just really cute and funny. Because I'm an old man? Like last week when you were like, um, on the show notes page. And I'm like, you don't even know what a show notes page is. Oh my God. Hey, junkies. Hey, What's everybody. Up? So we hope that you had a fantastic and very safe new year and hope hopefully extremely celebratory and hope that you really celebrated yourself and your accomplishments for 2015 and yeah absolutely and hopefully 2016 will be super rich and exciting and if you missed last week's episode please go to thejoyjunkie.com slash 132 and you can get some free handouts and some ways to start planning for the new year and it's just a really I thought that was a, a good episode so it was it was a great episode if you need some guidance and direction for the new year check that check that pod out and this week, we're going to be covering off a listener submission around, and I'm sure this is something that's come up for other audience members, but when grace and kindness doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And if you've hung out with me in any length of time, you hear me say with grace and kindness, grace and kindness, grace and kindness. Because my philosophy has always been that you can deliver damn near any type of information to any person if you handle yourself with grace and kindness. And that's your delivery and how Mm -hmm. you show up. And if you, how you conduct yourself when you deliver that information, whether it's telling somebody that you're, you don't want to do business with them any longer or if you want to break up with somebody or divorce somebody, I think you can make really strong, challenging, assertive choices for yourself that oftentimes are so cloaked in emotion that we behave in ways really poorly. Mm. We cast blame, we get ye- and we yell and scream, and we don't ultimately get our point across, and we d- we're ultimately not happy with ourselves. We're not proud of how we handled ourselves. But I do think there is the odd occasion when grace and kindness isn't the tool that you use. And so we're going to dig all into that, uh, today. Yummy. So it's going to be good. But I actually have a really, really exciting announcement. Ooh. Oh my God. I've nev- this is exciting, actually. I this have never, exciting. ever once done this. I've never done this. 
I have been, well, some lucky new client out there has been given an amazing gift by an anonymous donor. You will not know who it is. But this beautiful spirit has made it possible so that I can gift a scholarship to one person out there, a a new client, for my deep, down and dirty, one-on-one coaching program. That's your big one. This program retails for (laughs) $3,200. It's a big one, and it is a... It's a journey that I go on very intimately with my clients. If I mean, I know a handful full of them are listening, but they seriously have me on speed dial. I mean, we I use a, a like a very special app on my phone where you can message me all the time. Like we are very very much involved and it's at least it's a 3-month journey and then, you know, they have additional uh sessions with me. This particular offering will be for the 12 week program so it is robust it is no joke no joke and because it's been so generously donated and already taken care of 100 percent paid for i wanted to make sure that i really vetted the person that it goes to and that i make sure that it's somebody who's ready to show up and really fucking fight hard for your life every every week so how are they how are you gonna vet well, if you are interested in this scholarship opportunity, there is a form that you need to fill out in order for me to kind of assess all the applicants. So if you go to thejoyjunkie.com slash pickme, all one word, P-I-C-K-M-E, which I thought was fucking witty as all hell. That's and so witty. Yeah. Mr. Smith gave me the hardest time. <laughs> <laughs> He's all, yeah, really? Pick me. Oh, oh, that's pretty cute. Oh. That's pretty cute. And no, I'm like, it I is. think it's really witty. It's, it's perfect. It works perfect. So you can remember yeah. that you're applying for something that you really want. So thejoyjunkie.com slash pick me. There's a whole questionnaire and, and thing that you need to fill out. Uh, there's logistical stuff. But then also really looking at why do you think you deserve this scholarship? And what do you intend to bring to the work? Because I'll be really honest with you. Money has an energetic charge. It has it, there is an, there's an energy to money. So when people pay a large amount to go through a program like this, they fucking show up. Yeah, it's it's similar to like imagine if you had a personal trainer, and you invested all of this money up front, and you wake up at like five o'clock and you're like, fuck, I've got to go to the gym, but you know you've already paid, and you know that person is waiting for you. You get your ass there. Yep. But if you just have like, oh, you can go take a free class at the gym, you don't really have any investment. So I need to make sure that those of you out there who are interested in going through this program, you're not going to be flippant about it. That you're going to understand what an incredible opportunity this is. And that the person who made this possible you know, really said, I believe so much in coaching and I want other, pe- I am thrilled for other people to be able to experience the transformation That's that it so offers. Cool. It's, it's so really cool. cool. It's so cool. Like so many people being honored. She's honored. I'm honored. The client, whoever my new client is going to be, is going to be totally honored. So if you are interested in the Deep Down and Dirty program, you can read. I highly suggest, and you're going to see this on the application, that you understand how the program works 
you you feel like all 12 weeks of topics are applicable to you and something you could grow with um and you understand the the work that's involved and i mean i may i'm making it sound so incredibly serious it's totally possible to do it's not like a it's not like writing a dissertation or some shit <laughs> yeah, it's not your taxes but you have to pay attention yeah. you know it's it it, you really do have to pay attention and you have to fight for what you want. So, again, if you're interested, go to thejoyjunkie.com slash pick me and you'll see all of the criteria and you'll see what to – all your instructions are there, basically. And I'm only accepting applications through to and including January 13th. Wednesday the 13th will be the last day for submissions. So is the only way to get into this program through the podcast? Like only listeners? No, I'm I'm going to also send it to my mailing list as oh, well. Okay, okay. Yeah. So there's I'll, some competition out there. Yeah. I mean they'll they'll I, I anticipate there'll be a handful. I did a scholarship with Andrea in a in a my best friend who uh, those of you who know we have the self love revolution together. We did a scholarship years ago and that we got so many applicants and you know, is quite a bit to to comb through. But it's important, you know, you sure. really, really wanna make sure that whoever is a part of this incredible gift is really ready to show up sure. and fight for it. So yeah. So check it out at thejoyjunkie.com slash pick me. I thought it would be really fun to enter into January by giving. Absolutely. That's I love it. Because love so it. much of January in my world is launch, 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 you know, like sell programs. And I'm like, I don't want to do that until later <laughs> and I'm planning some really incredible stuff we're gonna have some there's there'll be a, a small little offering happening in January but it's it's really kind of like fun stuff but we'll we'll talk about that in a couple weeks okay but first let's give somebody some free coaching you know yeah that's what I'd like to do first that's awesome so I love it. today again like I said we are going to be jumping into when grace and kindness doesn't work. So I received this from a listener. And she says, I have a pod topic. What to do when you lose your shit on your ex-husband, which is your kid's father, after choking out grace and kindness for six months. (laughs) (laughs) I I love that I love how she said that. That's great verbiage. And she said, I know it's all about how one feels about oneself handling a situation, but what if sometimes one has to just tell a motherfucker off? (laughs) (laughs) One. So I'm like, hmm, what to do when one needs to tell a motherfucker off? Because I do think that that there is space for that. Sure. I do think that there are times when... Anger, vehemence, upset, yelling, screaming do serve a really distinct purpose. Some people only work that way, (laughs) unfortunately. Some people don't have the control to know when it's in service of them and when it's not. So that's why I really want to do this episode because it is about personal empowerment. It's about knowing in each instance how you want to behave, Mm. how you want to show up, how you want to communicate, how you want to conduct yourself so that you are happier. We talk so much on this show about not doing things and doing things and doing things so that other people will like you or so that other people deem you worthy. Mm -hmm. So 
when we get angry and when we lose our shit on someone, we're going to do that also for ourselves, not to get somebody else to do something. Got it. So we're going to pick. That's a great way to know. We're going to pick it. that apart a little bit. <clears throat> okay. So I'm, I, I was really excited about this because I, uh, the coaching school that I went to, which I've mentioned before, I was a coach's training institute and or CTI, and they would always say something that I thought was fantastic. Whenever they said always or never, they would follow it up with unless you do. So for instance, they would say something, well, you would never want to say that to a client. Unless you do. Unless you do. Or you always want to handle yourself this way, unless you don't. So they created this incredible way of pushing boundaries and allowing you, and it really in teaching us to teach others, to allow for a lot of right answers. Yeah. And so that's why I hate the term guru. I hate when people are like, everything one person says. It's like, no. It's about, does that resonate with my spirit? Do I agree? Do I want to live by that? Do I want to tweak it? You know, that's what it's all about. Yeah. Finding absolutely. what's personal for you. Just because you're, you know, your brother can't tolerate gluten or he breaks out in <laughs> hives, does that mean that you do? Maybe not. Oh, I can just live on apples. I don't have to eat anything else. Yeah, that doesn't work for everybody. <laughs> right, right, right. Right? So that's how, and you know, that's a lot of the reason why organized religion and the faith that I was raised in doesn't work for me because there was so much stuff around, well, that's what God says. I'm like, no, that, or that's what Jesus said, or that's what's written in this Bible. I'm like, okay, you know, because they would all, you know, talk about, well, if he, if Jesus told you to jump off a cliff, would you? And I'm like, absolutely not. Like, no. Right. I would agree with scripture or agree with stuff like that because it was resonant to me. Because it makes sense to me. So same thing for you. I want you to adopt principles, concepts that are powerful for you. Not that are just like blindly, oh, well, Amy said, or this person said, or that person said. We're just fucking humans too. That's right. So and Sheep. you are powerful beyond what you give yourself credit for. So you are capable of navigating these situations. You are absolutely capable. And you can do over, over and over and over again until you get it right. That's because true. Because Lord knows I do. <laughs> yeah. All right. So That's life. Man, I get all worked up when I talk about religion. Get into it. All right. <sighs> Shirt's going to come off. Banana. Remember <laughs> <laughs> our safe word? We had a, a safe, safe word. word. I, had, I had a listener write to me and they were like, banana. Banana. Yeah. Like safe <laughs> word. <laughs> so funny. All right. So number one, when you really are like, I am going to lose my shit on this person or I am going to fucking go off. And Grace and kindness is not working. Right. The first thing is I really want you to make sure that you're really doing grace and kindness a service. You're really giving it a good fucking college try. It's not just about kindness. Like the whole concept where grace and kindness came from as a cornerstone of my work came from the fact that it accompanies you speaking up for yourself. Right. I'm not yeah. just saying be kind and gracious for the fuck of it. I'm saying that is what allows you to show up 
and establish boundaries and say no and deliver information that's challenging and hard for people to hear. So I'm not saying just be nice and not assertive. I'm saying with it, like in relevance to this particular scenario, have you laid down very clear-cut boundaries with your ex-husband? This is what needs to happen. This is what I will no longer tolerate. These are the repercussions that will happen. And then how you deliver that is the grace and the kindness. The grace and the kindness is the outfit that you wear. It's not the meat and potatoes of what you're delivering. Right. So you are delivering something that you could also say in a really mean way, but you're choosing to envelop it in kindness instead. So I would first take a look, this is what I would tell this particular listener, is look at these situations and have you just been nice and kind or have you been really assertive and have you also established boundaries and they've been outright ignored or have you tried to follow through on a circumstance or a, a, a consequence and it's been blatantly ignored. So are you really doing what this concept is about is my first item in business yes. to like check that off. Make sure you're doing it right. Yes. The second thing to ask yourself is if I lose my shit on this person, am I cool with the consequences? Are you sure that this is the solution for you? So, for instance, like we were trying to come up with like what would be a good name for this pod? And I was like, what about what to do instead of keying someone's car? (laughs) (laughs) So, for instance, if you decide to lose your shit and go key someone's car or burn all their clothes, you might have litigation. Yes. That consequence could vary very realistically happen. You might, there might be legal charges. You might get arrested. So you want to make sure that if you decide to lose your shit on someone, now I'm hoping that all that is is just yelling and screaming, but you never know. If, if you have anger issues, or then, they do, or they do, or somebody else in the vicinity does. Are you ready for the consequences that could happen? Everyone has different family dynamics. Like you never, ever know. Some people are sue happy and they could sue you just for defamation, just for yelling and screaming. All I'm saying is, is it worth it? Is it worth it to expel that energy? Well, the other thing is, do you think you'll get the result you want by doing that? You're so perfect, baby. Because number three, you can't be attached to the result. Oh, I swear, Mr. Segway. We—that's my nickname. It's been crazy, Mr. Smith. No more, <laughs> Mr. Segway. I still like the throw it in the trash can. That's a good one. Yeah, <laughs> throw it in the trash can. Okay, so number three is you can't be attached to the result, and number three, four, and five are kind of all tied in together. So, oftentimes. When you're really, really pissed at somebody or really, really frustrated, it is something that you want that you aren't getting. You're not being heard. You're not getting the the answer that you want. Like maybe with the kids because they share children, maybe it's they are allowing the children to do things that you would never allow them to do in your house. Um, 
maybe it's they're not respecting your time and dropping them off at the right time. They're totally negating court order or whatever. There's some stuff that's really, really, really sticky. But if you are going to get all pissed off and all frustrated and yell and scream at them, is it because you're making up that that will get you the result that you're desiring? Do you think that being kind is not getting him to drop them off at the right time? And I'm making this up. She did not divulge any of this. All I know is what I read to you guys. But I'm just saying, hypothetically, if you're thinking, I bet if I yell and scream, then he'll pay attention. Or maybe if I throw a bunch of shit at his car, (laughs) or Mm -hmm. then maybe I'll get what I want. So really look at, do I anticipate that this will give me a different result? Because if that is the case, and that's the reason why, you want to go off, I would discourage you against it. Yeah. Because that's it's really futile. And that that really is a, a like kind of a fundamental, ineffective way to communicate. You cannot yell and scream and throw all these accusations and rudeness and meanness towards somebody and expect them to receive it well and want to change. Yeah. Nobody goes, you know what? I totally see your point. Yeah. Right. I mean, I've been... But I think you can lead with grace and kindness. I mean, like, you can say, look, I ha- I have tried so many different ways to get my point across, and it just doesn't seem like it's worth it, working. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I have left to use is loudness. Mm-hmm. I just need to get loud. I-, I don't seem to be getting through. Mm-hmm. So do I need to yell at you? Do I need to scream? Mm-hmm. Is that necessary? Right? right, like if if you kind of like preface it with, look, this is what I've tried. Here's the things that I've, you know, here's the things that we've done to try to solidify some kind of a result in this. Right, it's not working. So what's next? Well, and that's why I started with saying, really evaluate how assertive have you been? Yeah, because you can still be really kind and say, listen, if you continue to do this with Johnny so-and-so or like not picking him up I will be forced to contact our lawyers and I'm not trying to be threatening but this is very serious to me and I don't want to be messing around with our child's education or whatever right but that's fucking assertiveness and kind so that's why that whole eval is important for sure because like what you said just now you can have emphasis and weight in what you say and still be kind you can express the severity of something and say, like, I'll be really honest with you. Like, this is the last straw for me. Right. Like, this is a deal breaker right here. This is like, a deal breaker. I don't breaker. know if you're really seeing how serious this is. Right. 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 And it's hard to know because I don't know exactly what situation she's talking right, about. Right, right. We're, we're speaking in generalities. I'm speculating. Or, you know, yeah. yeah. We're, exactly. I'm just thinking of, you know, the general, some of the common issues that people have with their ex. So... Yeah, you really cannot be attached to the result. If you are attached to the result by yelling and screaming, you aren't doing anything differently than somebody who tries to get everybody to like them through their behavior. You're trying to get somebody to do something through your behavior. And you're thinking, okay, well, that doesn't work, so let me yell and scream. So I would first start looking at 
is there any feasible way that my ideal result can get rectified? You know, because if it's not even possible. That's a good point. Then why even? Why even waste your energy? Why even waste your energy? So you'd be so attached to that end result. Now, that's what leads me into number four and five. Number four, it has to be, if you are going to lose your shit on someone, it has to be 100% fulfilling for you just to scream it out, just to fucking get it out of your system. Mm. Okay. That has to be the reward. That has to be the result. It's like having a really good workout. Or a good cry. Yeah, a really good cry. The point is, is for me. The point is for me to get the energy out. That totally makes sense. And that can be extremely therapeutic. And that's when I am all for yelling and screaming. There's there's certain situations like debate or um, when you're really standing behind a cause or something like that. When when you really want to be emphatic or loud about something or it's your children are at stake. Like get fucking loud, but make sure it's not because you're trying to get a result. Mm-hmm. Make sure it's because you need to fucking get it out of your body. <laughs> okay. It's going to be fulfilling and rewarding for you. Or like a situation like... Um, Let's say you have a really horrible parent and you have gone through therapy after therapy, like you're trying to be a good human and your parent still is just egregious and maybe they were abusive when you were younger or whatever. I think it can be so therapeutic to scream your fucking head off at them and and just unleash all of that shit. Now... I would say ideally it's the therapy, it's the writing the letter and then maybe burning it or not sending or whatever. But I think there can be a very real time when just the act of standing up for yourself with that person who you always cowered from or who you blame or you have all this anger towards, like it can be really therapeutic to acknowledge it instead of stifling it. Yeah, for sure. So I really want to underline, though, that you have to go through this other assessment first. Otherwise, you are locked into the same bullshit story that we're all programmed to believe, which is I can make people do things. Yeah. If only I do the right thing, then they'll love me. Or if only I say this, then I'll get my ex to do what I need him to do. Or if only I... No. You have zero zero fucking control it's the 100 percent their choice you can behave in a way that fosters good communication but it's ultimately up to them if they are going to be a good parent or if they're going to love you or if they're going to drop up the kid or whatever that's so true so you have to make sure however you engage with them that that's rewarding for you and if it's screaming and yelling and like going off on your dad about what a deadbeat he was that might be exactly the healing that you needed for you yeah but you need to be prepared for that response to be all across the board if it really is a hundred like let's take that scenario you go off to your deadbeat dad go off to him you tell him how shitty it was growing up you let it all out what if he starts hurling insults back at you? Are you ready to handle that? What if he 
balls his eyes out and starts like begging on the floor saying he's sorry? What if he just stares at you? What if he changes the subject? What if all of these variables of how that person could handle it, are all of those things okay with you? Is it still rewarding and fulfilling enough for you to go off? And sometimes it is. Yeah. Yeah. I like that idea though of, uh, you know, not being dependent upon the result. The only result is that you get some clarity in yourself. You get it off your chest. You really have to equate it like a workout. Yeah, yeah. Like That's a real good, like, oh, I just need to go for a run. I like that perspective, yeah. Get it out of my system. And it has nothing to do with how anybody else views it. But that is very, very rarely how we expel energy and how That's we so expel true, yeah. anger in particular. Anger, we are usually really desperately trying to make somebody else feel something. Feel something in such a way that they do something we want. So that's why people inflict guilt. They try to make you feel guilty and then because of our society, we're programmed to accept it. I always talk about it being like the giant pile of shit. Like yeah, I'm currently not accepting any piles of shit. So, so I'm not motivated by guilt. So it doesn't matter if you hurl it at me or not. But that is what we're programmed to do. We're thinking, I can make this other person do something. You can't. You can't. We get we get trapped into a lot of games that make us think that we can. We see a, t- a shit ton of games and stuff like that in the media saying like, well, if a woman says this, then what she really means is this and, the, 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 and then what you need to do. Here's how you get your man to do this. In fact, I did a blog post uh, years ago, a video post about how to get your partner to do what you want. And it was essentially, you can't. <laughs> And it was communication skills. It was basically like, here is the most effective way to get your point across. But you can't make anyone do anything. That's really true. So my final point is make sure it's worth it. Make sure it's worth it. So if all of those variables of responses, like they love you, they apologize, they're indifferent, they're apathetic, all of these different responses that are possible – Is it still worth it? Could you seriously be like, I don't give a shit what he has to say or what she has to say. I just need to get it. It's almost like a mic drop. Like, could you just mic drop and walk away? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Maybe it's a mic drop test. Like, does it pass the mic drop test? Like, could I drop the mic, walk away, go pop some bubbly? (laughs) and be proud of yourself because you put something into the ether that you had been terrified to put into the ether or you expelled some energy that you know is really healthy for you to expel and you also need to know that it's a different answer every time so for sure that's why i always say it's grace and kindness for the most part it's like that coaching rule that i brought up you always use it (laughs) until you don't (laughs) right Right? Yep. And then every once in a while, you play the anger card, you know, or you you lose your shit or you go off. Or sometimes you're just, your humanity breaks through and you just do it and you have to go clean up the mess later. I call that a human hall pass. Like, we're human. We have those moments. Are we evolved? Yes, we're evolved. That's why we have tools and we can start evaluating and looking at each situation and going, Have I been as assertive as I want to be? Have I established boundaries? Have I been really clear about them? 
and then you can decide have I you know exhausted all all efforts how do I want to convey this information for me mm-hmm. not to elicit a different response or to make somebody do something that can always be your ideal like of course we want our ex to do what we want you can want that all day just know it's not your responsibility to make it happen all right so what do you think about that about the whole when grace and kindness doesn't work i like it yeah yeah i think it's i think it's the card that you pull in a last ditch effort yeah that's what i think well for me i feel like really where this whole thing came from was this fallacy which i'm writing about in my book right now yeah this fallacy that fun to say by the way it's pretty amazing it's a good thing it's like a pinch me moment yeah um most people silence themselves and don't speak up and don't say how they really feel about things i mean even as simple as when you go get your hair cut and your hairstylist is like what do you think and you're like it feels a little uneven and you don't want to speak up because why because we make up that if we speak up, we're either being a bitch, we're actually being mean, or we're purposely hurting somebody. Like I'm inflicting pain. So I wanted to turn that on its head and say, no, you can say almost anything you need to say as long as you do it in a way in which you are proud, which for me has always been grace and kindness. Grace is your poise. When you think of grace, grace is your your eloquence and your poise your and posture. your posture and kindness is how you how you say those things mm-hmm. like actually caring about your fellow man so when i say doesn't matter you, you know you don't have to care what anybody else thinks i'm not talking about apathy in the sense of uh, like people who genuinely don't care what other people think are usually psychopaths are usually True. somebody who don't ha- they don't have the capacity to feel the same way that we feel I'm not talking about that I'm talking about not taking on the responsibility for how others view you that's what we take on too often so anyway more okay. on that to come but I thought this was a great idea and I was yeah, so, I, I'm sure there's other yeah, Other thanks people. for the uh, topic. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate Huge that. shout out to you. You know who you are, and thank you for letting me know. And I'm sure there's tons of others of you out there listening going, yeah, oh, like, yeah. yeah. How do I, what happens? What yeah, do exactly. I do? Yeah. So, again, if you want to get in on that scholarship, uh, check out thejoyjunkie.com slash pick me, all one word. And um, best of luck to you. Yeah. Can cool. I put my name in there? No, honey. Damn it. I never get to do anything. Baby. I just I coached you live on the air last week. Oh, yeah. Big three-minute session. Ew. <laughs> Ungrateful on that note. Mr. Smith's going to get a spanking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Smith out. He's been naughty. Oh, my gosh. All right, guys. Well, we love you so much. And here's to an amazing new year. We'll see you next week. And here's to loving and living your most badass life. Mr. And Mrs. Smith.